0: therapy asking you what dry needling is i saw that on your website and i didn't actually i kind of read over but i didn't know what it actually meant
1: so dry needling you use like acupuncture needles so it's basically the same needles um with acupuncture the difference would be that that's i mean there's three-year training and you're working on traditional chinese medicine so you're working on the meridians um for full body healing where dry needling came about more from like modern medicine over here um through um orthopedics so when people had a lot of like pain and discomfort years ago they tried actually putting a needle in with some saline which is just like salt water into areas and they noticed it made a difference with pain so then they decided well is it the needle or is it the saline that's making a difference so they tried it without the saline and they realized oh that actually that works so dry needling is basically we're working on the muscular soft tissue so we're not like looking to change your health but if you've got injuries or areas of tension we'll actually be able to just needle them so it's good i do myself It's
0: (laughs) when you say like an acupuncture needle i'm trying to picture what i'm assuming like it's uh um is it like a standard needle is it
1: you haven't had acupuncture let me see it actually do i have do you know i have some here (laughs) i didn't know you were going to ask about it well, anytime I'm sitting down, you know, just in the evening or because I train and I teach aerial, so you get a lot of tension as well. These are the needles and um, there's 10 in that pack there. So if you think right. beside the size of my finger um, and there's a little applicator in that pack as well. So they're really, really tiny. Um, it doesn't usually cause much discomfort unless it might go into a trigger and you'll feel like a little, you know, like a little spasm or something. But yeah, it's literally painless
0: um and then it helps with pain so yeah yeah i was just thinking because when you said needle i knew it would be like really like point kind of focus so if there was any you know any like muscular like if you had like a lot of tightness in like say your leg or something like even i find like um i don't know do you ever do like foam roll or anything like that but like that's obviously very like kind of across your whole leg but obviously the needle would be like you know into one point so i can imagine now like i do struggle sometimes with the foam roll but maybe the needle i suppose it does it'll um what's the word it loosens up would loosen up things more because it's more um focused. so it obviously yeah. works. it obviously works if you're doing it so
1: yeah and it, and it, that's exactly what it does so if i'm like tonight i had a couple of like deep tissue massages but for someone if you're working with an injury say a shoulder injury it'll help because sometimes doing deep tissue can be quite painful for the receiver so if you did some needling first it softens the area so that maybe you can go a little deeper as well
0: yeah I think I think a lot of people even like I, I play like and stuff and I think a lot of people are me included like we're very there's not much not much flexibility in us or even like you know our muscles are very tight a lot like even yesterday even I thought i popped my shoulder in place like I just put my arms back behind my head I was just doing stretches like and I felt like a bone kind of go that way and I was like Jesus but it's mad you'd think like you know athletes or whatever would be really in tune with all this stuff but we're not really like we're we're um, I was just, I kind of thought about it yesterday, even like, cause I knew I'd be like talking to you this evening. Um, like I'm assuming you would do all this kind of work with yourself, even like you'd be. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. hundred percent. And do you know, like what I found is that any sport that we do, especially if, you know, you're competing, we're always going to do it more than you should. You know what I mean? We're working in areas of our body. I know as a teacher, cause I teach pole as well. I teach aerial, So I'll be doing a lot more classes than I would recommend anyone else to do so then you need something else to balance that out that's where yoga is really really good for that um, and I'm doing things like getting massages and treatments and needling, needling as well um yeah
0: um when you're like meditating do you have like I heard someone talk ages ago I don't know where the, I can't remember where I heard it from but like, they kind of talked about like ideal conditions for when they're meditating. Like there's like certain sense they want and like there's certain lighting of the room and it's really like meticulously done. Have you like to set have you any sort of a routine for it or just just like, just sit down somewhere and throw something
1: on? I, I do have a routine, but you don't have to have like be very strict. Um, For me, just the type of meditation I do. I, I Ideally you can do it twice a day, but I'm really a, like a night, out you know so I'm happy to do it like before I go to bed and so I do it in my bedroom and I do light incense but you don't have to I mean it's better to meditate as I say to people even if it's just two minutes sitting in your car before you go to a game or something daily doing something like on a regular basis is going to stand to you a lot more than just doing it like one hour a week you know so I think for some people to get into the zone it's easier if you sit like on something. So I have a meditation blanket, so I can bring it with me. And um, that means when I sit on that blanket, that brings me back to that space. So you creating little habits around it can be useful to get back into the zone. Um, and that could be this incense that you put on, but you don't have to. You can do it anywhere.
0: And um, do you? What kind of meditation do you do? Would it be like guided meditation or like on a like audio or would it, what kind of thing would you do
1: now what i do i've been doing this practice for like since 2009 and um, so that's like 14 years it's um it's called kriya yoga or it's actually self um, self-realizing med- meditation from a guru so we're given specific things we do for a certain amount of time and it's guru disciples so it'll be a one-to-one um but i teach many different types of meditation. So I do, like, will teach a guided meditation. It's just that's the one that I'm doing at the moment and I have been doing for 14 years. So I know exactly what I'm going to do before I do it. Um,
0: yeah. Um, It might be a bit of a tough question to ask, but, like, why do you think, like, obviously meditation is it's pretty obvious it works, like, and even people who are kind of a bit sceptical of it have still kind of can still admit, you know, that there is, you know, a lot of positives to it. Like do you know why or like you understand why why it works or can you explain yeah. it
1: um yeah this this is like a really good favorite subject of mine um because it has changed my inner landscape like my inner world so much um and it's been i think this journey of when i started you know 14 years ago doing this daily meditation before that i was teaching yoga and doing meditation here and there guided ones japa which is mantra and getting definitely getting some benefits but when i when i created a practice of it 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 definitely has changed my life and one of the big reasons is i know from like i started training and i started as a fitness instructor 30 years ago like sort of doing personal training and stuff meditation is a practice and i think a lot of people mistakenly think you just got to sit there no thoughts will come and you'll sit there with no thoughts and and sit on the floor in some fancy seat and and then they might try it and go oh my god my mind's too busy my my body hurts too much I can't meditate it's a practice so like going to the gym you don't just go to the gym once and expect a bicep suddenly to develop it's like you've got to do it constantly and you never even if you're doing it 30 40 years if you stop you'll stop getting the benefits of the practice as well so it's a practice to do through Comparing it to sort of going to the gym, I find an easy way to explain it. So you go to the gym and you do the repetitions and you contract and you relax, and that creates muscle. But when you practice meditation, meditation means you're focused. So it can be anything from you're focusing on your breath, you're focusing on a sound, you're focusing on a candle. But when you're focused, you build those focus muscles. So, when people sit initially, if you've never meditated in your life, you sit and you realize, oh my goodness, my mind is so busy, like I'm so scattered. I can't stay thinking of that one thing. I'm looking at the candle and all of a sudden I'm thinking. Well, over time with the practice, you develop your inner muscles, your focus muscles. And when you can do that, then you stay in the present moment. So, if you can be present, say, drinking a glass of water and just drinking it and really focus on, what it feels like to drink it you're not in fear you're not in anxiety because you're just there in this present moment so you're not thinking about the past or worried about what's going to happen in 30 minutes um so that's how it works i don't know if that makes sense but um yeah, yeah.
0: um yeah because i think a lot of the reasons that people get into it as well is like just their, not a lot of reasons people get into it but like things I'd notice would be like, you know, when you get like nervous or something, you get anxious about something or like, you know, something where you would maybe need meditation to calm you down or something like along those lines to calm you down. I always noticed that like, you're always like mag- like the magnifying glasses on yourself and you kind of think everyone's looking at you. You think everything is based on you. And like, I think things like meditation, like controlling, even just controlling your breath, even like I, I would, I rarely do meditation even, but it's just about like, you know, if you can just calm yourself down and like, you know, try and zoom out of it then you actually realize that like no one's fucking looking at you like that's
1: it's amazing isn't it that's that's, the takeaway
0: that's the takeaway i kind of got from it was like no one really cares that much like there's not there's not a hundred eyes looking at you all the time you know critiquing what you're doing like which is kind of freeing like
1: it's brilliant that you're getting that so young as well do you know like because a lot of people can go their whole lives and not realize but yeah it's not all about you we can become very self-conscious but when you even just slow your breath you know, the way you'd, uh, you'd hear people saying if you're, if you're angry before you get angry, count to 10 or follow your breath for 10 rounds. And then all of a sudden things change, you know, in the present moment, we can handle things. Definitely. Um, yeah,
0: would you do you think like I was thinking of asking this before, because. Um, I think I think everyone like but I, I I would one thing I think I have an issue with would be like if something goes wrong. It would be from zero to a hundred. Get fucking suddenly like really pissed off at something. Like, um, do you think like or do you even have like the ability to like U turn that if you're like at a fucking heightened, like really either anger is uh, about something or stressed. You're just at like ninety. Do you think can you personally even for yourself U turn that? And
1: yeah, I mean, even better than that is it's I don't get to ninety anymore. Do you know, like, I, I'm a completely different person than I would have been as a teenager. I would have been quite frustrated and angry. Um, and definitely, I was all for conflict. You <laughs> know, I definitely wasn't avoiding it. And now, like, over the years, I don't sweat the small stuff. Like, it's not like peace is somewhere else and it's magic. It's basically when you're more present, the small things, you, they don't irritate you. Like, I even remember, like, I, I talked to my teacher training students, like, some of these stories over the time. But I even remember when my son was, like, really young and I got my first new car. And um and this was only after yoga, not even in this last 14 years. Like, he's 27 now. um But I remember, like, he went and wrote his name on it with a stone. And he was so delighted to tell me, like, this is my first brand new car. <laughs> And I remember looking at him and thinking there was no point in getting annoyed with him, or he didn't know he was doing any wrong. But if you'd have done that, like maybe ten or fifteen years before, yeah, I would have freaked out, you know. So it's more peaceful because little things don't irritate you. you know? Yeah. Whereas I know what ninety was like when I was younger. I don't even get to fifty now, you know. So that's that's a lot.
0: Yeah. And what like learnings did you take? Is it just that like you don't you you notice that you don't have to take it as seriously anymore and that you can you can control what you're what you're what you're thinking like.
1: It's, the emotions do not like they're I suppose they're they're more even. It doesn't mean that I don't get sad, it doesn't mean that I never have like a dark day. I would have definitely been prone to like depression and anxiety my whole life. Um but it just they don't, it doesn't tip as far. It's like things are a lot more calmer. So you're able to deal with things in the moment. It, you know, there might be like a minor irritation, but it's gone then. You don't carry it. Um, and I, I can only, like I speak for myself, but I've had a lot of students and I'm around a lot of people that meditate. And even the last meditation teacher training that I did, there's people at the end of it saying how how things are changing for them as well, the same way that they're not getting as irritated. They're taking more responsibility, not like not blaming other people on how they're feeling, you know, that they're taking responsibility of their own emotions um, more. And it's great to hear, but I, part of the training, I did say to them, like it was a six month training and I was like, take this opportunity to make sure you get a meditation practice because unless you do it, it's experiential. You know, it's no point in reading about it or listening if, if it inspires you to do it great but you need to practice to be able to see it for yourself um because it's yeah, the benefits are like so it's so beneficial but it's very hard for us to sometimes um commit to a practice mm. you know like we can say we will but if you do and i say five minutes a day don't look to sit for an hour sit on a chair with your feet on the floor like you don't have to do anything fancy. Five minutes a day, watch your breath or repeat a mantra and listen to the mantra and then do that for a few months and then see has your life changed in any way?
0: Yeah. When you're, um, I might be just reading a bit too much into it, but like I, like when you're like trying to control your breath like that, are you like, are you sending a message to your brain like you're forcing yourself out to be calm and even the mantra, do you know the way people talk about like kind of Maybe like core beliefs and stuff like that that you're like trying to rewire um something that was always in your. Brain. I had someone a few weeks ago talking about um Reiki aren't just meditation in general and they were talking about that kind of same idea that they used to have a lot of negative like set beliefs about themselves and when things would go wrong all these things would just flush into their head um and they kind of use like you know manifestation along with other things obviously to like try and rewire rewire their brain that's that was an interesting enough thing when i said that
1: actually it's a great way of explaining it though i mean that meditation does rewire your brain it's like it brings it back to the default one before all the conditioning um because it's like if we think i think also we're not taught really that we're all going to have challenges in our lives it's not like you're failing if if things are difficult um and it's just how we cope with those challenges will depend on how peaceful our life is or how happy we are. And meditation, by being, by doing a practice that helps you to, to stay focused in the present moment, um, all of those thoughts and those sort of self-limiting beliefs are not present. Because in this present moment, they're not there. That's just the mind. And I think you begin to understand more. It does rewire you and I think you understand more that you're not the thoughts you know you're not the emotions they're they're just things that pass through and they're not necessarily true and actually most of the time they're not as well mm.
0: um just what was I gonna say I do this nearly every podcast I do I actually have a question in my head and I just completely forgot um yeah oh sorry yeah um I remember I did meditation like once or twice. I think I did it once in school and I did it for a team or something once. I remember like both times, like I fucking hate it. But I noticed like there was two reasons why I didn't like it. One was because I was doing it with a big group of people. So you couldn't really be like that. Now, I think people can do a group of people. I, I just didn't like it because you weren't really relaxed because you could feel other people around you and you didn't like, you knew you weren't on your own. And then the other one was like I did it in school, which was like a place, not the place I didn't feel comfortable. Like I wasn't like fully wasn't like the ideal place to do it so I think I know I only kind of thought about that the last few days when I knew you were going to be on um so maybe you know the place you do it in like how comfortable you are is yeah. but obviously you, to be, you can't be really in a fucking anxious place where you're not going to settle like so obviously that wouldn't it wouldn't work yeah. in the first place
1: and also when you do it in school it's like it's not something you've chosen to do as well you know like but I to think back to school, like they definitely weren't my happiest days. So I can't imagine taking anything good out of that. Um, and some people have great time in school. But meditation, I think when you're looking, for, some of us have to sort of reach oh, like a really difficult time in our lives before we start to look for something like meditation. Um, but yeah, the environment you're in definitely will help. But being able to do it on your own is really important as well. Um, but using YouTube, YouTube is such an invaluable. Um, did I get cut off there?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. No,
1: no hang on. I'm just going to plug in. my. my oh, yeah. Um, no. It went to low battery, sorry. Um, but YouTube is such an invaluable tool with meditation mm-hmm. because what I say to to anybody wanting to practice is try loads of different ones until you find one that works. And then once you find one that works for you, stay with it even if you stop liking it you know because because you will so what you're trying to do is discipline your mind to do a practice like you brush your teeth every day you know every time you're brushing your teeth you're not really thinking about the benefits but we just do it every day and if you can create a practice of meditation in your life like that as I say even five minutes a day it it will definitely benefit you um
0: what kind of misconceptions do you think people have about like say maybe yoga or meditation or reiki and sound healing or even fucking dry needling or like any like do you, what misconceptions do you think people have or if if there is any
1: oh I, th- I think there's plenty there's probably plenty around yoga and plenty um i think over the years yeah plenty around reiki and, and what was the other one? meditation so let's we'll start with meditation definitely I think one of the misconceptions people have anyway that is you have to be really calm and chill to be able to meditate (laughs) that's like having you know some people have that idea about the gym that you have to be fit I'll have people say oh I'm not fit enough to go to the gym people say the same about meditation I'm not calm enough oh I have such a busy mind everybody has a busy mind until they learn how to focus in some way and some people get it naturally, maybe through the work they do, like um, maybe gardeners get that by being present and working with the soil and what they're doing. Maybe sp- and sports people, maybe um, my son is a, is a professional golfer. So he gets it when he's playing golf. And that's like a meditation. So there's other things you can do, but people think that you maybe you have to sit and um, maybe it's a religion or something like that, that you have to burn incense or, um, but also thinking that I think you get somewhere after doing it so many years. You know, I'll have people say, Oh, you're doing that, the ages, you're okay. I'm like, No, no, it's, it's still a practice for me. So, yeah. and it's for everybody, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what age you are, whether you can sit on a chair or sit on the floor or lie in your bed, everybody can benefit from it
0: uh the last thing i'll ask you i know you kind of half like was talking about this before like when you were younger you were a bit like um would have been a bit angry and stuff like that and the meditation and all all that other stuff it all kind of added to your life a bit and changed you how how different are you now like to where to like what you were as a teenager like how are you kind of are you at a point where you're like you're happy with where you're at or
1: uh very much so um I won't, I won't tell you some of the stories, but yeah, definitely I. And you know, I would have suffered from anxiety. Like I'm 55 now, so there was no such thing as anxiety when I was growing up. Um, but I used to feel the storm inside me and not understand what it was, especially if um I had to do something new. I had this thing roaring inside me. But yeah, I definitely would have. Yeah, would have been quite an angry, angry little teenager. Um, and blaming other people I was in that sort of mode of you know blaming other people for my unhappiness and so I think over the over the time since I started yoga I was always involved in fitness but when I got involved with yoga things started to drop away bad habits started to drop away and I didn't drop them they sort of dropped for me and I um, I started living a much healthier lifestyle but not just physically sort of emotionally as well so yeah i am pretty chill actually <laughs> i'm pretty chill, definitely yeah
0: that's good um yeah it's good when you're saying like you know you don't get to like 90 anymore you don't like you don't let it get that bad like that you're off like you know you're hopping off the walls like mm.
1: definitely i mean even when i was selling my house like i'm here now two years but i was selling my house there was a lot going on and around it um, and I had lodgers in the last house and it would have been the family home um, that we went in at six and I was the last person leaving um, but I had people saying to me I've never seen anyone like so chill when I was selling a house in the middle of a divorce it was like I was just taking it in my stride it was like going to work nearly it wasn't overwhelming um, and I put that down to the fact that I'm meditating every day yeah, yeah. yeah that's
0: well that's a good advertisement for it isn't it
1: yeah I couldn't have handled like missing a bus when I was a teenager you know mm. um but yeah yeah definitely
0: that's cool um is there anything you want to like plug Any website or any anything you want to mention before we leave this
1: um I'm, my website is vitality.ie um I'm based in Port Leash at the moment now I'm going away for a few months and I'm heading to India on the 17th of November for a month meditating <laughs> i'll be meditating and then i had to um to perth for five weeks as well so i'll be back in february but if you pop onto my website and if you're interested in meditation yoga aerial yoga or just having a chat and um, i'll be happy to hear from you
0: cool cool um yeah i'll definitely share that around in a tara so yeah um yeah thanks a minute for coming on and uh yeah enjoyed enjoyed the half an hour's chat anyway so yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely do more meditating now
1: brilliant dan. and thank you for having me and yeah definitely i can see that um you would really benefit from it just by you saying that you're feeling it after one so yeah
0: yeah right we'll leave it there so um enjoy india and best of luck with everything
1: thanks a million dan take care